Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Giving on to God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. Thank and praising God for his goodness and his mercy, for all his love and protection for keeping us during the course of the day, for blessing us, giving us a right and sound mind. We're so thankful to be here tonight to be able to bring this Bible study to you. I'm going to ask my husband if he will open with prayer, and then I'm going to let you know what the topic is, and we'll begin the study. And thank you once again for joining us tonight. Father God, first of all, we thank you, God for your goodness and your mercy, God. And, Lord, even if you come before you tonight, God, we pray, God, that you would have your way, God. Lord, give us the wisdom, the knowledge, God, to speak your words, God, that through your words, God, somebody will be touched, God. And, God, I just want to thank you once again, God. Lord, look on the panel, look on the ones that's on the line, God. God, I pray, God, that you, God, have your way, God. Lord, you see and you know what each and every one of us need, God. And, God, we commit this in your hand, God. And God, we pray, God, that not our will, but your will be done, God. And God, we give you the glory, we give you the honor and the praise, God. Because God, we can see how bad things are, God. And we as Christians, God, we just want to stand holy, God. We just want to do your will, God. And Lord, because somebody stood up for us, God. And somebody told us we could make it, God. And God, today, God, tonight is in your hand, and we pray, God, that not our will, but your will be done, God. And, God, we just want to glorify you. We just want to give it all back unto you, God. God, we want you, God, to take full control, God. Give us the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding, God, to bring forth your words in a mighty way, God. That through our stand, God, somebody will be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And we give it back unto you. And we count it as done. In Jesus' name we pray, and we thank you. Hallelujah, God. Our topic tonight is going to be what is the ultimate charge given to the born-again Christian? And how many do you think know this charge is given of God and Jesus Christ? The great the uh, topic, the charge that was given unto the people of God, those that believed and were saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, and the disciples was, called the Great Commission. We're going to be coming from Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Uh, that's where my scripture is going to be coming from. The other uh, panel members may choose to use a different one. but uh, And I'm coming from the King James Version. Now, we all know about Jesus' crucifixion and then his ascension. But just before he ascended, he issued a what we call the Great Commission to the disciples and to all those that believe. And for definition purposes, a commission is an authoritative command, a directive, a command. So when Jesus spoke these words directly to the disciples and indirectly to us as heirs of Jesus Christ, 
he was giving the church the marching orders. He was telling exactly what he expected of us to do in his physical absence. The disciples took the Lord's command seriously. They went into the world and they shared the gospel of Jesus Christ, and thousands upon thousands were saved by his grace. Their message was so powerful that their witness so effective that their critics accused them of turning the world upside down. Now, the same charge that was given to the disciples back at Jesus' time has also been given to us as a people of God. There, that's what it was then, and now it's like this. So here we are with this great commission that God has laid to our charge that we have to be able to go out and actually tell dying men and women, sinner men, unsaved, unbelievers, that Jesus Christ died not just for us, but for the unbeliever as well. Now, it's meant to give them a conversion, a change in their lives. And with this great commission, we can't just look upon ourselves as being saved and we're the only ones saved. We don't have to go out and we don't have to talk to anybody about salvation. But the Word of God says clearly, instead of taking the gospel to the ends of the earth, that's which is what we're supposed to do, and as the Lord commanded, today's church world isn't even taking it to the ends of the streets. We find out now that people are being saved and they're not going to tell anybody. They just want to stay in their corner. They want to make sure they stay saved until Jesus comes back. But that wasn't the plan of Jesus Christ. All the dying, all the suffering, all the persecution, all the mockery, all the hypocrisy that was pointed his way was not that we would get saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and put ourselves in a cocoon. We were supposed to open up our wings, go out, spread the word, make sure everybody knew what Jesus had done for us and that they could receive the same thing. Now, we look at society today and we say, well, you know, so much is happening, so much, but it's all fulfillment of the scriptures. It's all in the Bible telling us what's going to happen and the, the coming of the Lord and all. But the most important part of it is regardless of what we read in the news, the Bible is the only document that is unchanging, unwavering. And it, it doesn't change, even though circumstances, situations around us change, people around us change, teachings change, but the Word of God stays the same. The Word tells us that prophets shall come, prophets shall cease, but the Word of God is forever. So when we read the Word of God, we should take that at heart. Our orders are to go out into the world and tell them the glorious news of the crucified and risen Savior who specializes in saving souls. Let us do a little bit of inventory on ourselves. How many souls have we talked to this week? How many people have we told about the goodness of God? How many people have we told God can do the impossible? How many people have come to you with burdens and situations and wanting an answer and you didn't say anything to them? You know, not to say when you have an opportunity to say something good makes you just as bad as a person that never says anything. So we as the people of God, God puts us in situations and opportunities whereby we have an opportunity to give 
the words of encouragement to somebody that doesn't know the Lord, to let them know that God is real, regardless of what people are saying, God is dead, he's not coming back. He is coming back. His words say he is not a liar, but all men are liars. And that's why we know that his coming is assured. And going out telling people that don't know about him is good. We should do that. That's our charge given to us from Jesus Christ himself. And then we want to approach the door. You know, years ago we could go out missionary and we could walk up to somebody's door and say, I just want to share a um say uh, a scripture with you, uh, you got a little handout, and you want to give them some encouraging words. Say, I don't want to preach to you. I just want to let you know that God loves you and leave this literature with you so that you can read it sometime. You can't do that today. People are so fearful of society that they don't even want to open the door to you, much less listen to what you want to share with them. So God makes doors for you. Maybe you're in a supermarket. You don't know the person in front of you, but they say, how you doing? Strike up a conversation. Somewhere in that conversation, something's going to come up that you'll have a word that says, God bless you. The word didn't say you had to go in a long story or what have you. God bless you. That person's going to remember that conversation, remember the word that you said, because if they're an unbeliever, they don't feel they're worthy to be blessed of the Lord. But if you say, bless the Lord, God bless you, then they know that God sees their need. <coughs> Excuse me. And it sent you there to give them a word from him. Now, uh, in today's society, we might also say what used to be a great commission back in the day when we were in the parks, when we were on the crusade, when we were on the highways and byways, when we were spreading the word of God, that there was some way that we had uh, set up to do all of this. Nothing's changed today. We can still go to the parks. We can still go on the highways. Excuse me. We can still fellowship with other churches. Excuse me. We can still tell people that God is real and He's still saving. And it involves uh, the scripture where Matthew five thirteen through sixteen says. But before I say that, I want to go back up and I want to talk about the mandate. This word of action, where it tells us to go, doesn't say how we go, doesn't say where we go, it just tells us to go. And wherever you go, God will give you the word. The verb literally means as you go. So whoever you pass along the way, you can give a word of God, a word to them. It involves our lifestyle. We're like the salt of the earth. Our life should be created to create a thirst in people's mouths so that they want to carry on and hear the gospel. <coughs> Excuse me. They become hungry for the word of God so that when they see you, they're anxious to hear you talk about the goodness of God. There's also joy. We should be in a joyous state that when they see us and all the world around us is thinking, saying that they see hope in our lives and that they can be, uh, there can be hope for them. You know, people like to see other people happy. They don't want to be sad. They don't want to 
have not be able to do certain things, but when God comes into our lives, we are overjoyed, overwhelmed, and sometimes we get a little weary in our walk in our walk in Christ. But if we shake ourselves and get back up and run the race, then God can do the work in us. And here we have people that we're going to come in contact every day. How much does it take for you to say, "How you doing? I pray that God has blessed your life," or "I thank you." You know, that was really, you really helped me then. You don't know what a kind word will do to a person. It can change their lives from being depressed to becoming happy. Just a simple word, God loves you. We have an evangelist in our church. She's always telling you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. And I know she means it from her heart. But when you hear her say it, if you're going through, you feel like, hey, you know, Maybe what I'm not going what I'm going through is not as bad as what I think it is. If she's gonna bless me, that means the Lord know all about my situation. He's sending some kind of help my way. So we're also told to teach. We're supposed to teach that word and that simply means that God has made us to be disciples or to instruct others. When he saved us and showed us how we're supposed to act then we're supposed to take that same teaching that he gave gives us and give it to the individual he lays charge our, our lives. We ought to tell the lost world what Jesus did for us and when he saved us and what he can what he can do for them. It just doesn't stop with our salvation. God gives us grace and mercy. He can give a friend or another person we witness to the same thing. Mark 16 and 15 says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It didn't say to this one, to that one, to don't go there because they don't look right. Don't say that because they won't understand. It says preach the gospel to every creature. The word preach comes from the word that means to herald. So that means that's a, a royal thing, heralding. So, you know, if we're going to go out and we're going to preach the word, we have to be authoritative when we give the word. Not that you're going to be overly aggressive, but when you speak, you can speak in a soft voice, yet be very authoritative. And it's in the in the press active voice, so that means you're not just going to say, I know, no. You're going to be very uh, assertive, yet you're going to be humble enough that that individual is going to want to hear what you're saying. In fact, we are preaching all the time. Every time we open our mouth or say something to somebody, whether we realize or not, we're preaching to them. We're telling them about the goodness of God. We're telling them that God can do the impossible. God can save their soul just like he saved ours. What type of lifestyle we were living before he came into our life and where we are today. He is our Lord and our Savior. And we need to know, people need to know him too. So if we're telling them about all that God has done for us and how God has delivered us in our lives, then we're on point. We're doing the great commission that God has assigned to our hands. If we're out missionary, if we're out visiting the hospital, if we're going to the homeless, if we're going to the women's facility, if we're going to the prisons, if we're just giving a word on the street, 
a kind hello, a dollar in a pail for somebody that's hungry. We're doing the work of God. The Lord said, with the poor, we're going to have with us always. But that doesn't mean we can't help the poor. We haven't always been in the state that we're in now. So we must show the same kind of love that God has showed to us. We have a divine message. And in that message, it says, observe all things whatsoever God has commanded. You know, he gives us instructions. Maybe we'll have a dream or maybe he'll give us a vision. Maybe he'll send the prophet our way, or maybe we'll hear a word in the church, a preacher's preaching. But God and Jesus sends us messages, and we should share those messages, and we should be clear when we share those messages, and be sure to make sure that people know that God did not just die for me, but he died for others. I'm sorry, Luke 19 and 10 Mark 10 and 45, John 14 and 6. He came to make a way for lost sinners to get to God. He achieved every purpose he had for coming into the world. How many of us can say that now that if God should come back, we did everything he told us, we followed every instruction? I'm guilty. I could not say that. I could not say, God, you know, I did all you told me, Lord. I went where you told me to. I did this and I did that. I talked to everybody you told me to because I would be lying. But if I'm honest with God and I tell him I attempted to do as much that he laid to my charge as I could, it's going to be a little mercy shown there. So same way when we're witnessing to people, we should be considerate of that. And when we're talking to them, let them know that it is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and then also to the Greek. That's in Romans 1 and 16. And then our message is this. For I have delivered unto you first all that which I also received. This is Jesus talking about the word that he got from God. When he got it, he didn't hold it to himself. He shared it with the disciples. And how that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. It's written in the Bible how they crucified him and how they tortured him before he died. And that he was buried in a tomb with a rock to cover it so that he could not get out. And then he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. That's in Corinthians 1, 1 Corinthians 15, 3 through 4. Sharing this gospel message is as easy as telling long lost people that Jesus did for you and what he can do for them. You know, some people say they don't know how to missionary, but if you know a scripture, Jesus wept. I bless the Lord at all times. Uh, I waited patiently on the Lord. You're witnessing to someone else if you can give portion of that scripture just to get a conversation started with it. Now, I've taken up enough time. I'm going to turn it over and let one of the other ministers uh, have some word to say. But this is all about the Great Commission, the work that God has assigned to our lives. And we sometimes people, we don't always know that when we get saved, there's a charge to our lives because if there's no teacher there to teach you, if there's no teacher there to let you know the path that you're supposed to walk or to assist you in reaching the goals and 
the uh, fulfillment of the gifts that God has placed in your life, you do get lost and you do get confused. But if you fall on your knees and call on the Lord and you're serious about doing the perfected will of God, I will guarantee if you just call on the name of Jesus, he will instruct you where there is no instructions being given. So I'm going to share this uh, topic with the ministers on the panel and let them... First, I just want to thank God for for this message. Because say, what is the ultimate charge given to born again Christians? The ultimate charge is first you got to have faith. You got to reach out on faith, regardless of what you're going through or what. If you're born again, it's something different about you. You don't walk the same. You don't talk the same. You got a different attitude. You got a different approach. It's, it's a different smile on your face. Because people right now they're going through a lot of stress and. Going through a lot of torment, but what the Bible says, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, and ye <clears throat> that hope in the Lord. You got to have a hope in God. You got to be persistent. You got to be. You got to hold on, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're doing. It's obedience. When you obedience in God, you're gonna go through. You're gonna be tried. You're gonna have this way. See, like everything going wrong. But a born again Christian have someone that you can call on. Everybody's going through now. But if you got God, you can bend your knees. You can come before God and give God the glory and give God the honor. Regardless of what you're going through, you have the faith that believe that God is going to bring you out. God is going to do the impossible. God is going to just bring you into that rim that he wants you to be in. Because regardless of what, obeying God even at a great price. You might lose family members. You might lose friends. You might lose, see, like, uh, uh, that you're going through and everything. But to be faithful, that you obeying God from your heart. The heart, see, when, that, when the heart is pure, regardless of what it is, you'll do the will of God. And this day, it, everybody needs to do the will of God. If you professing salvation, if you professing to be different, if you professing to do what God has assigned to your hand, because the Bible says right here, the Lord thy God required of thee, but to fear the Lord thy God, and to walk in his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command you this day for the good. See, when you do this, you're going to have the good parts, the good parts of God. But to command this thing, I say it, obey my voice. And I will be your God, and you shall be my people, and I will walk with thee in all thy ways, and I have commanded you that it may be well with you. And God has also said, I love the God, I love God, I love all his saints, for the Lord preserve the faithful ones. When you got that faith, that's one thing when you're in God and you profess to be a a Christian, a born-again Christian, you have to have the faith to believe. You have the faith because you have even if you're going through. If you lose a friend, if you lose a loved one, you know it was God's will. Because I said in the paper, uh, on the paper when I was reading, they were saying, I asked the Lord to show me my, uh, show me my uh, good friends. 
And that's when I lost a lot of enemies. So all the ones that, that you thought were your friends were your enemies. And all we got to do is do you just stand up in God and let God do his will and let God reign on every side and God will get the glory because the key is to uphold my uphold me according to my words that I may live and let not be ashamed. A lot of people be ashamed when you talk about God. They're ashamed well. See, like they kind of close up. But that's when your opportunity that you can come in and tell them how good God for you was for you. That, Lord, maybe I, I was going through God, I was going through my friends, and now, see, like, a, there's nothing I can do, and I don't know what to do. And that's when you got an opportunity to say, have you tried God? God will heal all things. God will do the impossible. God will come forth. All you got to do is believe that God can come into your life and you stand forth where that son might be on drugs, where that daughter might be doing this, or that husband or that wife seem like they won't change. But that's when you got to stand and do the will of God because you have to be obedient because there's a great price you have to pay in God. This is not all roses. This is not all this. But you're going to go through like everybody else. But you have somebody that can call on. You have somebody that, that say, God, I done did all I could do, God. God, it's in your hand, God. God, I'm going to leave it alone, God. But, God, I'm going to thank you every time, God. Even though it seems like it's worse, God. I'm giving you the glory, God. I'm giving you the honor, God. Because, God, you know, God. I know in my heart that you don't lie, God. God, you promised me today, God, that you, God, God will tear down, God. And God, that you, God, will take full control, God. And Lord, today, God, I commit my mind, God. How the enemy trying to come up against them, God. Lord, how they tear me down, God. Trying to take away my faith, God. But God, I believe today, God, that you are able, God, to open that door, God. Lord, I know, God, nobody but you can do it, God. And every chance I get, I know I was right riding in my car, and I say, God, I was thinking about how good you was to me, God, and God, I was thinking, God, how death was at my door, God, and God, me as a Christian, God, it's in my heart, God, Lord, to please you, God, and to give you the honor, God, because people have seen what I've been through, God, and God, they have seen, God, that I still love you, God, and they were saying, it must be a true and living God that he can go through and Lord and praise you every day and praise you every night and give you the glory God God I know what they're going through God but God I haven't seen a change in them God and God every time God that they come forth God it's praises in their soul God it's praises on every side and that's when people say God if you do it for him if you do it for her God God you will move on me God God, I was a drug addict, God. I was a dope puller, God. But God, you clean me up, God. And Lord, I thank God. But the key is to be obedient. Because obedience is better than sacrifice. It seems like the doors will be closed. But to stand, stand holy. When I say Christian have to stand, regardless of what, Christian have to be consistent.
consistent regardless of what Christians have to be, all that you have to be. And we just want to thank you today, God. We want to thank you. That's all we got to do is thank God. Thank him for being Christian, for saving, sanctifying, and filling with the Holy Ghost. And we thank you, Lord. And we thank you because our obedience, God, is better, God. Oh, because we know, God, that you're able to do all, God. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I would just like to uh, just give God honor and glory for all the things that he is doing and, and will do and has done in our life. I would like to go back to Matthew, the tw- 28th chapter, and I would like to read um, 16 through 20, if I may. And uh, I'm coming from the King James Version, and it is the Great Commission. Then the 11 disciples went away unto Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. I know that times are changing. Amen. Every day we get up, there is something new under the sun. But I praise and thank God that God's word will never change. He said he's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. God gave us What is our greatest um, charge that God has given us? It's just what that that verse 19 said. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. When we give that plan of salvation to them, we we should invite them to our churches or either get them to go to a church that they, you know, that, that might be in their area. But they, but they need to know that just when you get saved, that's not enough. God wants us to teach as he has taught us. And then when we teach others and share with them, they're teaching us also. And then when, when it's time for them to go out, they will do the same thing. We are to teach the people that come into our lives. We are to share the good news of the gospel we are to share the good news of the Holy Ghost, God, and Jesus. And with us sharing that in people's hearts and in people's souls, then they're going to they're gonna get fed. They're going to be hungry enough to go out and win the souls too. Our mission, our greatest commission, is that once we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then we are to go about our Father's business, just like Jesus went about his Father's business. He, he wasn't concerned who didn't listen to him and who did listen to him because he said he's, he's about his father's business. So I'm not saying that we're going to always be accepted, and I'm not going to say that every time we go someplace that we're going to think people are going to come. It's not, it's not us who does the thinking, but God is the one who draws the people. And I believe what the Word of God says. He said, his word would never, ever go back to him, Lord. So if you only witness to that one soul, that does not mean, amen, that God's word is void if that person doesn't receive him. But it does mean that his word has been planted. 
Now all we have to do is pray for that so that God will go ahead and do the increase as far as watering that. So it's, it's a charge on us. And, yes, the world is looking kind of dim. But I don't look to the world. I look to the hills from which cometh my strength and my help and who my Redeemer is because God said that everything is going to pass, words are going to pass, you know, um, prophecy is going to pass, interpretation is going to pass, but his word will never. It's going to stay forever and ever. So with his word, we can grow on that. When we get discouraged, we can feed on his word and get encouraged. The Holy Spirit will, will just feed us from time to time as much as we want to feed He will feed us. So it is a great commission, but it's a wonderful commission because you don't always have to be in a pulpit, amen, to preach the word of God. And you don't always have to be in a suit to preach the word of God. Preaching the word of God is just telling someone of the goodness of God. And all of us are preachers because all of us have a testimony. All of us have something to say of the goodness of what God has done for us, what he's doing, and what he will continue to do in our families and our loved ones, in our homes, on our jobs, in the neighborhood. God does all of that, and that comes for us as being believers of him to keep asking him to let his will be done. Father God, not my will be done, but thy will, which is in heaven, be done here on earth. The world may be doing all the things that it wants to do, but God is not dead. He is yet alive, and he still reigns. He still reigns. And I thank God for him reigning, and I thank God for him bringing the people in. But just because the people are coming in, we've got to do just that much more because we don't want them to just come in. We want them to come in and eat and taste of the goodness of God so that they can go back out and win souls coming back into the kingdom. Amen. 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 The word of God, as it says, when he chose his disciples, he didn't choose all Gentiles. They were Jews, but there was a doctor, there was a fisherman, there was a carpenter, there was a taxpayer. I mean, there were so many different personalities and trades among the disciples, which lets us know that we're going to go out into the world when we're trying to give the word to people and let them know what God has done for us, that we will see, too, exactly what type of people are out there. And we might not all, it might be sometime that God will lead us to tell someone, um, oh, you look nice, or I'm not sure, but it just ha- you just have a glow about your face. And God will begin to minister to that individual. We're just dropping the seed like Minister Chapman and my husband said. We're just trying to do the perfected will of God. And being obedient to God is the beginning of understanding. So when we go out and we feel like, you know, we're not doing all that God wants us to do, I know we're not where we want to be in God, but are we where God wants us to be? Sometimes our wants get in the way. We think we should do this or we think we should do that. But we need to let God lead us and guide us in our development and if we can teach one person the true love of God, and that one person goes and it teaches another person, and that person goes and teaches another one, see how many seeds have been planted and how when the growth of the souls, when they burst open, how many people will know about the goodness of God, 
we go in different areas of our work lives. We're not all working in Washington, D.C. Some are in Maryland. Some are in Frederick County. Some are in Dale City. Some are in D.C. I mean, we're all around. We have relatives all over the country. If we call and say, I know we haven't talked in a while, but I just want to know, do you mind if we have a prayer just to say, I just want to say, I don't even need to discuss anything. I'd just like to have a prayer with you. You know, God is amazing in the way that he plants seeds when sometimes we don't even know a seed is being planted. But it's all because you give ear to the word of God and you follow his instructions. I just want to uh, add something to that. Uh, I'm reminded in the scripture where the Lord had told his disciples, he said, um, I think it was Peter that he told, he said, after thou art converted, feed my sheep. Praise God. And then the great commission that he gave unto his disciples, he told them to go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And praise God, that is one of our greatest responsibilities as being a converted sinner, praise God, saved by grace, praise God, glorifying God, praise God, in our salvation walk. We are to go out and try to compel other souls to come unto the Lord. Praise God that they too may escape the wrath which is to come. Praise God. And not just to escape the wrath of God, but to enjoy God even in this present evil time that we can enjoy the Lord. Praise God and worship in him in truth and in spirit. Praise God. And a lot of times when we go out into the world missionary and to the souls, not everyone will receive the word of God. God already know that. But it's our responsibility yet to still give them the word of God. And if they refuse the word of God, all well and good. And if they accept it, all well and good. It is God that is going to bring forth the increase anyway. Our responsibility is that we will share the gospel, the good news with other souls. And then the Lord will do the increase. Praise God. We one plant. One water, but it's God that gives the increase. So it's not all about coming to church on Sunday or maybe a special day, praise God, and say, well, I've been to church, praise God. It's more unto salvation than just coming to church, sitting up here in the Word of God. After you have filled your cup, you need to go out and empty that cup to someone else. Give somebody else that that the Lord has given unto you so that when you are empty, you can be filled again. Praise God. And the cycle just keep going on and on and on, just glorifying God and magnifying his holy name. And God wants us as Christians as well. Our responsibility is to show love. We are to show love no matter what the situation is on our jobs. And, you know, some some sinners and some Christians are strengthened by our love, by our patience, by our humility. And some people are one to Christ just by watching others. Mm-hmm. Some, some, are just, some just want to see something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and the same as somebody might preach the word of God. I might live a life 
saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, may not ever say anything to that fellow man or that fellow woman. But they'll come and tell me, you know what, I've been watching you for years. Mm-hmm. And your life has drawn me to Christ. Mm-hmm. I want what you have. I don't know what that is. And then that's your opportunity to sit down with them and express and show the show them in the word their responsibility is to be to get saved. Yeah. And you show them in the word and then that draws them to Christ. You know, your life, your life living, you explaining the word of God to them. You that's the seed you're planting. Uh they may not even attend our church, but hey, that doesn't matter. As long as that seed is planted, somebody else come along, as our, all of my evangelists and ministers have said, somebody plant it, somebody come along and water it, but God gets the glory. God gets, God will increase it. God will do what he needs to do. And our life, let our light so shine before men that God will get the glory out of our lives. And that we, some Some people, like I said earlier, they're just watching us. They want to see God's love in us. And we should live daily that God's love is shining in our lives. Amen. 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 Can I can I share with uh the group Amen uh the first Corinthians chapter nine and verse eighteen and I'm gonna read it in the King James Version. And this was Paul talking about the reward and uh just listen carefully this 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 is this this should be our whole attitude amen and it says what is my reward then verily that when i preach the gospel i may make the gospel of christ without charge that i abuse not my power in the gospel just preach the word of god just preach what the word says we don't have to do a whole lot of this and that, just preach the word. The word can stand on its own. Amen. And verse 19, For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the truth. We are servants. We are here to help you. We are here to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And, you know, we we got to become, we, we got to remember when someone took the time and prayed for us, prayed us through, took the time, and loved on us. Love begets love. Mm-hmm. And then number 20 says, And unto the Jews I became a Jew, that I might gain the Jews to to them that are under the law, as under the law that I might gain them that are under the law, to them that are without law as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I may gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Amen. Amen. That's, amen. amen. We meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. And once we meet them where they are, we're going to go with God there, and God will bring them whatever level he has to bring them in order for for his will to be done. Amen. I, I thought, I thought, I thought, I love, I love Paul. I love what he writes as, a, as the Spirit of God moved upon him 
Paul didn't bite his tongue, but he didn't speak in his own. He spoke as God gave him the utterance to speak. And and that's what we should do. I, I, I keep thinking about, yeah, all things are going about in the world, but God never changes. He won't change. And I and I thank God for that because regardless what may come or go, who may come or go, we as Christians should stand firm on the word of God and change not because the word of God doesn't change. Amen. 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 I'd just like to, you know, share a scripture and a comment. It's in uh, St. John 13 and uh, 33. And, you know, Jesus uh, left his commandment, you know, with all the disciples and let them know because at the time he called them children, you know, because of the fact that they were growing, you know, into his knowledge and into his love and uh, into, you know, the strength of deliverance. Amen. And scripture says, little children, yet a little while I am with you. You shall seek me, and as I said unto the Jews, where I go, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another, as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Amen. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, they are... They can only love uh, when things are going their way. And they can mm-hmm. only love uh, when people are doing things for them, you know, nice. bragging about them and, uh, you know, making known to others that, you know, hey, they, they are this, that, and the other. But if we search the scriptures, amen, we'll find uh-huh. out that that's the way the Pharisees were. Yes, amen. Lord. But we have to be the living epistles that people that, has not even read the word of God, uh-uh. uh, they will see the deliverance uh, that Man. God is bringing through your life, uh, and then they will know without a doubt, uh, as they would say, you know, there's something about that person, amen, but it's not something about that person, it's the love of God in that person, and it's the strength of God and the wisdom and the knowledge, uh, amen, and the understanding that they have of salvation, which is love for God, amen. And when we can do this uh, in sharing, because salvation is all about sharing, amen, because Jesus shared with all of us, uh, amen, that was our source of deliverance and salvation because he shared his love even through his deliverance, uh, amen, from sin that was in our lives, and therefore we have the testimony, whether it's spoken or whether we just exhibit it, amen, through the life that we live, uh, amen. One guy told me, and I gave this once uh, before, he said, you know, your daily life is your dying testimony, Amen. And if our lives will show people that there's a reality in serving God and knowing God, believing in God, accepting God, uh, and then letting him have free course in their lives, uh, because he will make the difference uh, if you will let him know that you love him, not for what he's doing, but what he's already done, new life every day, new strength, amen, new confidence that you have in your accomplishments because, you know, in you dwelling no good thing. 
but only through the grace and the love of God. Amen. Are you able to go forth and exhibit whatever you have to share in life? Amen. Because if it had not been for God, who was there for you? Amen. Regardless of how your lifestyle goes, God is still there. He's trying to motivate you to turn to him and let him know, hey, all that I am is because of you. All that I'm not, amen, is because of you, because you want me to be, though I'm not. But with your help, I can do this because I believe and I trust in you. Praise God. I just want to add one other thing. Um, with our conversations, praise God. Um, it is our responsibility, it's as thanks to, is to guard our mouths. Praise God when we are speaking. You never know what souls are listening to your conversation. So our conversation should be holy at all times. Praise God. I don't mean, you know, just going around being religious or whatnot or being, you know, fanatic, but our conversation should be as such that it would edify the hearer. Uh, mm-hmm. learn how to speak well of others, or learn how to speak sweet and kind things, learn how to uplift and not to tear down, mm-hmm. um, learn how to build up, praise God, and, and learn how, praise God, that when we are speaking, praise God, that we are always in the mode of trying to glorify God and to lift up the name of Jesus. We also got to remember that we are the light of the world. And, uh, and we got to let our light shine before men that they may see the good work and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Because God, all he showed was love, peace, and happiness. And we as saints, as we as saints Christians, we should let our light shine even more. Because when the light shines on anything, you can see everything. And it, 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 it uncover everything. And we have to let our light shine regardless of what through trials, tribulations, anything we go through, keep that light burning. So through our light, through our light and the things we're going through that we would touch somebody to let them know God is able to do all things as we're born-again Christians, that we can stand regardless of any trials and tribulations, that our light will shine and we'll believe in God. Anyone else want to add anything to the topic tonight? I just want to uh, say, um, I was looking in Second Timothy, um, and I wanted to read down at four, where it said, I ch- where, ch- "Where Paul is saying, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at His appearing, and His uh, kingdom, and to preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort." with all long-suffering and doctrine. Um, For the time will come when they will not endure uh, sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves. Uh, Teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall uh, be turned into fables. I wanted to stop right there. Um, uh, Really, I wanted to say God teaches us so much, you know, because of us having the Holy Spirit, and He teaches us what to say to the people, how to talk to them, and you know, every day, you know, and getting up, when we have our prayer and asking God to give us the wisdom, knowledge, and you know, understanding of, you know, um, and 
how, you know, he wants to use us, you know, and having his way with us, whatever he wants to do. When we uh, have to leave our homes, you know, to go out into the world and whomsoever he's going to use us on that day, he gives you the word already to say to whomever you, you know, he wants you to talk to. And with God, you know, just like you always say, with that love, you have to have that love. You you know you're a servant of God. You know um, that he's given you that wisdom and knowledge and understanding of that soul. And you know how, you know, you know, uh, uh, how you were doing when you were out there in the world and how uh, um, she was, I know witnesses that came to me numerous times when I was in the world. And you learn when God uh, teaches you through that blessed Holy Spirit of how to talk to the people. And you go out in love and even in talking, you know what to say, even in showing them the word and even in showing them how to even, uh, God had used me the other day on uh, talking to a young lady and um, and talking with her, you know, the Lord even gave me some words, you know, even in talking to her about reading the Bible. And um, I saw her the next itching to, you know, to come and talk with me. She said, I, I, I read what you were telling me, you know, talking to me about it, letting God have his way. And she was serving God already, you know, but she was going through something. Mm-hmm. And the Lord came through and told her about going into the Bible and reading. And it helped her through all of what she was, you know, what she was doing. And he gives us everything. He did the work. I didn't do anything. Just like Jesus said, my father does it. You know, everything that my father's taught me to do, I do what he tells me to do. And so this is the way we are, you know, in God. When we go out and talking to the souls, we do what the Lord tells us to do. And whatever he tells us to say, he'll do the talking through us. He says, open up your mouth and I'll do the talking you know, for that soul, because you read your word, you know, in the mornings before you left or whatever time God gives you to read that word, you know, so that you'll be equipped when you go out. You have that knowledge that God wants you to have. You you know, you're fed that Holy Spirit, you know, so you have a joy when you're going out. That love is all in you because you're ready, you know, God has got you all ready to talk to that soul, hallelujah, God, to do what he wants you to do. You know, it. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But it's a joy in going out, and it takes the fear out of you in going out because God has given you that holy boldness. And when you go out and talk to souls about God, you, you can't, you know, you can't wait. Lord, I used to tell the Lord, Lord, what do you want to say, Master? You know, you say whatever you want to say, Father God. You know, and God would open up a door for me. Even when I used to ride the bus, the Lord would open the door because I love speaking to people anyway and say good morning. God did that himself in me. I don't do it on my own. He taught me how to speak, how to say hello to people and what words to say to them. You know, God bless you, you know, or, uh, you know, just whatever he wants to say. And it gives you a joy. It makes you happy, you know. Someone asks you, how are you doing? Oh, I feel wonderful, you know. Even if, you know, it, you feel wonderful because God's words in you makes you feel good. Let me um, 
let you all come on in. Amen. Is there anybody else that want to say anything before we uh, ask our minister, Beatty, if he will close in a prayer for us? Amen. I would just like to say, you know, a lot of times people, you know, come to you and they always have a complaint. And, you know, uh, we can't let people use us as garbage cans. Amen. A lot of times they want your view and, you know, to uh, really keep it in the rim how the Lord wants you to keep it. You just make it normal. Hey, you know, I don't know, but all I can do is pray. And if I do that, that way I feel that I've turned everything over to the Lord and let him be the one that give us the final analysis of whatever has been said. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. I'd like to thank all of you for joining us tonight. We're going to ask our minister, Beatty, if he'll take us out with prayer. Father God, we honor you and thank you. We love you and we appreciate all that you've done, God, because you're always doing great things uh, because of your love, God, for all of mankind, God. We thank you and we are asking you that you will continue, God, to minister unto your people, God, also is yours, uh, and you're more than able, God, to reach every heart uh, and to reach every mind. And God, you're more than able to save the soul. And we're asking you to do it. We appreciate all the words that you've spoken to us uh, because we couldn't do it on our own because you're the one that's in charge of all things. Uh, We pray, God, that somebody has been inspired, somebody has been encouraged, somebody has been lifted up uh, in knowing, God, that you care for them and you love them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. And we want to thank you once again for tuning in and listening and just studying the Word of God. We thank all the panel members for coming out and supporting and all of those that are listening in the audiences. May God bless you and ever keep you before Him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.